0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 74 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This week, we have another special guest on the show. He's Aditya Lalwani, the founder and CEO of StartupWiz.in, a startup that provides a wide range of services to other startups. Our topic for the day is how to deal with early entrepreneurial struggles. Do check out foundersgyan.com ep74 for the show notes for links to all that we discuss about on the show. Without further ado... Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Today, we have on our show a very special guest. He is Aditya Lalwani, and he is the founder and CEO of StartupWiz.in. That is S T A R T U P W I Z.in. And uh, Aditya is a very young entrepreneur, and today, we are going to chat a little bit about uh, how to deal with early entrepreneurial struggles. So, firstly, Aditya, thank you so much for taking uh, the time out and uh, uh, speaking to us. Now, uh, can you give a small introduction about yourself and your startup uh, so that we have a better idea of uh, who you are and what you do?
1: I'm sure. Thank you for inviting me, firstly. Uh, so, I'm Aditya Radwani. My company is in. We basically help startups to grow. Uh, with the various services and uh, the experts and the consultancy that we provide. So we are a holistic company uh, which uh, starts with, uh, we provide services like legal, development, designing, uh, digital marketing and uh, we even have our own experts panel where industry leaders are listed and people can talk to them for up to 30 minutes and then we have our own internship portals, and uh, we keep on growing on different things. So We are coming up with new things uh, that will come into the news in some time um i in my personal context i am just 20 right now i started this company when i was 19. um uh, it's been eight months for me right now i am a third year student at hr college in mumbai and uh, i belong to bhopal that is mp so i'm not a person from mumbai so i think that's a brief introduction about me
0: Okay. Okay. Great. So, so Aditya. Uh, so obviously, uh, you are one of the breed of young entrepreneurs uh, who are coming up in this country, and it's great to uh, see and meet people like you uh, who are young and uh, you are uh, uh, you. You have the passion and the fire. Now, uh, the topic that we have chosen for the day is dealing with early entrepreneurial struggles, and I'm sure as a student. Uh, uh, you must have faced a lot of lot of challenges, so I think I think it's great that uh, we have decided to talk about this because I think you would be this is something that's very close to your heart. So now, firstly, let's uh, define uh, early entrepreneurial struggle. So, what stage are we talking about when we say early, and uh, what are the types of struggles that we are talking about? I mean, uh, could you could we elaborate a little bit on that to give a bit of context to our listeners? So basically when you talk about early entrepreneurial struggles, so basically uh, when you
1: see about whatever the stages are there in entrepreneur these are all hypothetical stages where you know people just say that these are stages to just define exactly where they're standing so when you talk about early entrepreneurial struggles so i would say the first one would be the ideation level and the second one would be the execution level so you can divide these uh, into two stages so um, i think uh, for a person like me who the, to the young people who are out there so everybody has early entrepreneurial struggle it's not that i'm 20 or somebody would be 50 so it will be easy for the whole point is that uh, how do you tackle that so you need a lot of information you need a lot of resources to do that so when you're at the ideation stage so the struggles are there to you know just proof of your concept is the first struggle Uh, how do you you know is it is it gonna work or is it not gonna work if you're if the idea you're working on is it good enough to you know invest your time in and how are you gonna organize all the resources and everything then just like you know just you're just beginning your right there Uh, when your ideation is done your proof of concept is done you understand that you know your this thing can work out your market or you can capture a lot of market and this will be something new and acceptable by the customers outside so then comes the execution level one so basically execution level one is when you just uh, start your uh, the whole you know you can say the ideation uh, the conceptualizing of the thing so basically this is the time when you for us so I uh, for us we had to organize uh, the vendors the stakeholders we had to get our social medias in place Um, we got a lot of rejections from a lot of people and uh, I think this is the time where your confidence on yourself and your uh, company is tested so you know you're gonna get a lot of uh, rejections from people these can be your early stage customers these can be your vendors or maybe people who are in who you know you think can be interested in your company i think this is the stage where you get all of this and this is like a struggle between you your confidence and the rejection that you're getting from the market
0: mm-hmm, right and uh, from uh, at an ideation stage i think uh, the disappointments uh aren't uh, correct me if i'm wrong aren't that that bad but once you have reached the execution stage, I think then it hits you really hard, right? I mean, uh, you kind of each disappointment seems like a like a big hurdle, and uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? I mean, because you have you kind of uh, focused and narrowed on narrowed down on a particular uh, particular idea, and uh, each disappointment seems very personal, right? Even if the if the if, even if the rejection is not personal.
1: Yeah, actually, because uh, you know that is the time when uh, it's, it's it's you know it's the very basic stuff. You know, everybody goes through this. That when you develop an idea, and uh, you know you feel that uh, you have done a lot of research, you've done everything, and when you tell it to your first, you know, the first network, your your first network is there. You tell it to them, and uh, you, you you kind of not get the reaction you're expecting, like you know, wow, yeah, what an idea, or something like that. Uh, you start feeling, uh, you know, lack of confidence there Like, I cannot convince my first network, how am I going to go out and then the confusion starts So you always have to carry that confidence from the beginning to the time you know your execution level is there and you have to just uh, revamp it whatever so you have to understand the problems what people tell you you don't have to lose confidence on your idea but you just have to improvise the idea because it is for sure that I if I am in the company I can just not uh, you know just show my vision I need people to give me counter visions so my the the company increase you know the growth because I and anybody whoever is an entrepreneur who to become an entrepreneur and he cannot be the right person every time he has to be you know he has to take suggestions from people he has to take uh, reviews from people and then finalize his idea because without somebody else's expertise or maybe you know and expertise doesn't mean that he has to be a very good expert or somebody he can be just your friend your father your sister anybody and take that into consideration because if you cannot sell it to them you cannot sell it to the market that's a simple
0: concept. Right, right. Okay, and now let's talk about some strategies for dealing with these failures and disappointments. Now, obviously, uh, each of these would be uh, very uh, different for for the startup, for the person. Uh, but uh, is there some high level strategies uh, that entrepreneurs and startup founders can use uh, in order to uh, in order to overcome these failures and disappointments? Because uh, I I read a nice quote. Uh, it said that. Uh, disappointments are uh, inevitable Uh, misery is optional so do we have have any strategies that we can use so
1: basically ram uh, yeah so if i tell you my personal thing what i have observed at this stage you don't particularly have any strategy it's like you just jump into the sea and whether you know without proper precautions now you just have two options either struggle and come up or just let loose and die that's i think you just have right now and i mean by that is that that you know it's just a you know it's getting your head at point you know i can just go inside the sea start crying about that you know that was his mistake it was that mistake this happened that happened or rather i can just keep my head strong think about how to sail and get up on the you know the, the top of the sea and get out of that problem so i think uh what i mean with this is that you know at this stage uh, there's just one strategy should be there is that you have to keep your head Always strong. You cannot let you know con or you, this rejections and um, the you know people or telling you false thing about your company or negative review about your company let into the way that you know we are gonna fail or disappoint. See, failures and disappointments are gonna be every time. It's not that this stage. If I go in any other stage that you grow, the failures are gonna be every time. Disappointments are gonna be every time. And if you are you know if if you have fear of those things, then I think you are not the right material basically. So you just have to always think about possible ways to come out as a winner from every failures and disappointment. And that is the right strategy you should have that, you know, you have to somehow take out a solution of everything that is there. You just cannot, you know, if you just started, you just cannot sit, cry about it, or, you know, you feel that I have just, it was, I am a disappointment, or we just failed It's just part of everything. And it's just not entrepreneurship it's just basic life structure that you're going to get a lot of failures and disappointment so your head is the first thing you need to keep in control
0: always okay okay excellent now uh, let's talk about the best advice you have ever heard uh, that you try to follow in your life in your career in your in your job
1: so, uh, basically, it's not something that I've heard, but it's something that I've framed in myself that, you know, it's just because that is what I've, you know, seen people. So I have met a lot of entrepreneurs. I have met a lot of people. And um, because we just had investment panel before and now we are not working on that, uh, I had a good connection with a lot of investment bankers and all of these people who are, you know, close acquaintances with me. So we used to always discuss about what is coming through just a random chat. And they used to always come up with saying that, you know, I just got a proposal and the guy on Facebook told me, Uh, You know, give me this X amount of crores and I will convert into this amount of crores and give it back to you. So, you know, that is just how, you know, entrepreneurship is structured that, you know, you just have to earn money out of it. So for me, it's like, you know, it's just a Hindi thing that I keep on saying. Uh, So basically, you know, Paisa is something that anybody can own. Even in Mumbai, there are a lot of vada Pavala stalls around. Anybody, he also owns. So right now, you know, I just say to everybody who's just starting as an entrepreneur, that a Vada Pavala standing outside your house he is earning more than you so what is the difference between him and you he is just selling because he wants to earn money you are selling because you have to always focus on your brand that Vada pawala can only be famous say in an area or maybe max can go up to the different areas of the same city but you have to build something that will go on a very long term and this should be famous in the whole globe that is what I feel so you shouldn't be focusing on money because money is something that anybody can somehow or in any way earn but when you talk about brand that is the difficult part you have to create a brand of whatever you're doing
0: right right so so uh, also passion right you have to do something you're passionate about maybe he's just uh, doing it for the uh, money uh, maybe he's not passionate about what but if you're passionate about what power then definitely yeah, uh, so is make is an idea a- that is you know
1: that can be a global phenomenon in what power It's not something that I'm against or about, but that can also be a great
0: business. Right, right. Okay. Now, the other question that I have was um, to do with your, uh, again, uh, something to do with your personal life. So, is there a daily or uh, a morning ritual that you follow? It could be personal, it could be professional, something that you kind of try to uh, follow, uh, exercise, reading, meditation. Uh, so on uh, or or work-wise uh, is there something that you have to do every single day
1: so basically i the first thing is uh, every day when i when i end my day or during the day if i get any important mail that i have to respond to or maybe something that you know we have to put some brains in it to think about i keep that for the next morning uh, why next morning because i always feel that these mails have to be given a fresh thought uh, you cannot just do it in the day so my first thing is always when i wake up is responding to these meals then i have an habit of going to the gym and uh, then we start the day with my work so i something is that the first thing is just the meals that i sort because i don't generally focus a lot of in the whole day over the meals and something the regular meals those keep on going it's fine uh, but for the major meals that come something that requires my attention that comes in the morning so that is the first thing that i will be sort out
0: Okay. But it's not that day's mail, it's the previous day's mail, right? Yes. You're, I focus on you're the previous thinking about so that, it, yes. Yeah, you you have enough time to think about it overnight and uh,
1: not particularly yeah, but overnight thinking is not particularly the reason. The particular reason is that I need to give it a fresh thought. That is my first uh, reasoning for this that we always uh, these mails need a lot of thought process that is the whole point and i if i am in the middle of something in the day i don't know if that day is going good or bad i cannot just respond and lose that opportunity that is the name.
0: so yeah so that is the whole point that to give it a fresh thought in the morning okay okay great if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com foundersgyan and twitter.com slash foundersgyan Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com slash foundersgyan and twitter.com slash foundersgyan great now uh, let's uh, talk about uh, patience you know so now one of the key uh, key uh, characteristics of entrepreneurship is to have lots and lots of patience uh, you, you know so I, I struggle with this myself even in normal life i, I tend to be very impatient and especially uh, in in an entrepreneurial journey i have uh, i've learned that uh, you know patience is paramount so uh, how do we do this? I mean, how to develop this patience? Because again, I think it ties in with uh, this early entrepreneurial struggles, right? So do you have any tips uh, that uh, you can share with us? How, how can we be patient?
1: yeah so basically patience is something that i myself also consider as in capital it is the most important resources you should always have as a person if you want to be an entrepreneur and something that i'll be very frank about right now it's not something about you know i'm demotivating anybody or i'm you know thinking that something is wrong or something but everybody cannot be an entrepreneur that is something that people have to start learning about uh, because they're just coming in because it's something getting in hype around but it's not because the the entrepreneurs who are already becoming an entrepreneur they have this inborn rate of you know being patient all the time or they have a basic calculation about everything so if I need patience because I have already have a basic calculation about this thing is gonna take this much time and this is gonna you know I am gonna get something out of in this you know period of time only so tomorrow if I knew that when I started my company it has a very huge gestation period I, it is something which what I have calculated is somewhere around 2.5 to 3 years so I already have that in the back of my mind and I cannot crave about it all the time that you know it's not happening, it's not happening. So that basic calculation is the whole game and your uh, you know the brain plays a very important part in that and your it's just how you control your brain is the most important thing. It's again how you motivate yourself and how what what exactly are you looking forward for and the people who fall into this uh, the you know the whole patience game I'm not judging around but you know it's just what my observation is nothing here is something that you know I. Say, it's just something that I've observed. Is those who come into this for a glamour part, they generally don't have this, you know, the whole uh, patience game. Somebody who's in this for solving somebody's pain point or somebody who's here to build, you know, big a bigger part of it and who has that uh, passion of struggling every day, working hard every day, he is sure, sure having patience in him for sure. Okay, cool, cool.
0: Okay, now the other thing that I just wanted to talk about is... Uh, the uh, the problem of uh, a failed startup. Now, uh, obviously, the, there is a lot of uh, struggles, and uh, you uh, overcome all these struggles. Uh, but at the end of the journey, let's say you still have to shut down your startup for whatever reason. It's not going uh, as per a plan, and maybe you have to move on to another idea. Now, uh, isn't isn't that isn't that the kind of uh, uh, going to reflect on your next startup you, you know uh, maybe you might uh, you might be less uh, uh, less patient next time uh, maybe uh, you might not be able to deal with uh, failures uh, uh, better or, or do you think it only makes a person stronger
1: i think uh, uh, i think now on contrary i'll if i fail i'll come back in a very bigger manner next time with more resources and with all the faults that i've already learned this will be like a new game for me which is already so it's like every journey or a failure is you know it's just a learning it's not about failure or success it's just a learning as it correctly said that you know you either get successful or you learn so failure is not an option so you always you know you'd come back in a bigger manner whenever you fail or you know it's just a learning for you and the learned version will always be stronger than the last version so I don't think it is anybody uh, who's you know who's has a failed startup and uh, who wants to come back with a new startup and uh, you know he thinks that my last startup was a failure and you know i should be more impatient i don't think i have ever seen a person like this and failure is something not only into entrepreneurship it's just that it's just nature of life so nobody knows if they'll wake up tomorrow morning or not yet they go to school today they go they dream they educate themselves to get a better job or they plan their future or something so they still do it right it's not they don't know if they're gonna wake up tomorrow so it's just a basic thing you don't know tomorrow you're gonna start you know you'll be working in your startup or your startup is gonna be failed but you have to keep on working on it and whatever if you're
0: starting a new one or you have a failed startup you always have to keep on going because you cannot halt yourself on that okay okay excellent excellent advice uh, uh, ajit i think i think you hit the nail uh, right on the head now uh, uh, this is a kind of a strange question because we are talking about overcoming uh, and dealing early entrepreneurial struggles so uh, what is your worst entrepreneurial moment uh, and the lessons you learned from it okay so uh,
1: basically my worst entrepreneurial uh, moment uh, i think i still face it a lot is that uh, I'll be very frank about it I you know when I go into the market or when I go I see my competitors I still feel them you know there's a lack of something that is called you know I'm very young right now uh, this if you see in certain rate is good but on a different scale when you see where market judgment happens so they feel that a younger person would have lack of experience so I think that is where I fear something that is the only point but when I see those people and now i am not that you know i used to be really fearing about all of this that you know um, i'm gonna fail because you know they have i see people who have come from us uk all of these you know their education background all this phds ppg whatever they have done um, all IIMs are there iits are there and they've come from whatnot oxford and everything and they're standing here uh, becoming my competition in a certain way so how do you tackle somebody like this, uh, you know, it's just a basic fear that I think not only me, but every young entrepreneur who's entered into in at a very young age, he might have failed. But right now the market is so open that I don't think anybody is bothered about your age and it's just that how you how well your startup is performing and how well you are delivering it to people so if i am a customer to anything i wouldn't be i, I wouldn't mind so if, uh, so how uh, the founder of oyo room is very he was very young when he started so i wouldn't go to oyo rooms and say your founder is very young i don't want to use your services he's delivering a very good stuff he's delivering very good so i am happy with it So that is what I have learned in the market when I started I was very that was one of my uh, problems that I faced because uh, I was fearing to reach people I feared how to contact the mentors how to contact new people how to tell them about my company because you know I thought that I might be that would be a flaw on me that I'm a very young person and they might not uh, you know I might not get the response I'm expecting but that fear overcomes after you know when you move ahead a little bit in your startup so it overcomes for sure. And also, uh, one of the problems uh, always faced was the guidance part. So uh, you know, I didn't had any formal. I uh, my company is a single company. I have and I don't have a partner around. Um, and uh, I feel I the guidance part when you see. So when I'm entering into something, so it took me almost one and a half year to learn all the industries because if I don't learn them, I cannot sell them. So uh, one and a half year it took me to learn all of them, and yet you know. Uh, the guidance part was something that I failed, and I have, uh, you know, the problem is uh, I have entered into zones I think which I shouldn't have entered where I got a lot of misguidance and I couldn't understand, you know, that these people are not the right people, they are just trying to use me somehow. But I think that is a very bad, uh, so you can say, market habits that are happening that, you know, if you are a young entrepreneur or somebody who's entering young, so it's not about 19 or 20, I'm talking about people who are at least 25, 30 also if they are uh, they cannot if they do not have a right guidance so i think the experts or the leaders in the industry they should be more focused on guiding them rather than you know trying to uh, own something out of it i think that should be the natural call of uh, the experts and i think that is something that i failed at a huge
0: part Okay, okay. Excellent. And I think uh, one of the key things uh, earlier you were saying uh, is you feared uh, a lot. And so, uh, a lot of the… So, obviously, people misguiding you is is not in your hands. But I think you yourself fearing is is something that every entrepreneur needs to overcome right i mean most of the fear is uh, your own imagination right it's not it's not a real fear like you said o your rooms and yourself uh, after you went into the market and you 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 persisted uh, you were able to create a value and people are listening to you so uh, it's kind of uh, self-imposed fear, right? Who wouldn't, wouldn't you, yes, would you say that? Yeah, it is. and uh, this fear is not something that it is just because I am young, it is there.
1: I think everybody who's even 30, 40, would always have looking at his competition. If there's a competition who's bigger because he's, bef- he's there before me in the market and he's bigger, he's well known, better known than me so i would of course fear him but you know that fear is not you know that not scared of fear it's something that a competition fear is there and everybody has it it's not something that only i have i think everybody has it and everybody has their own different ways to overcome that so it is something that you have to take it out from yourself it is not something that every anybody will tell you or teach you or anybody will come and give it to you this is the competition okay now you can go ahead with this so it is something that is, you know, just
0: imposed by yourself and you have to overcome it by yourself. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Uh, we just have a couple of final questions. Now, are there any uh, tools or resources, books uh, that you can uh, uh, recommend uh, to our uh, budding entrepreneurs? Do you, do you read a lot? Uh, would you like to recommend any books? Uh, I am actually not a book person basically. <laughs> but. Uh, uh generally um
1: uh, this is something that i actually you know uh, learned basically you can say so everything is getting digitalized if you see and there is nothing that is not available uh, you know if i'm not a book person but i'm very good at watching videos i'm very good at listening to podcasts and i listen to a lot of podcasts so i change those books into my videos, so you find a lot of uh, you know videos where uh, some people are narrating the uh, the whole uh, book about it or maybe only the authors themselves are narrating and those videos are you, on youtube those are all 2 3 hours long videos i watch them to learn what they are you know giving i am not actually a book person i really don't uh, get that attraction with the books so how so for example um, there's a book called startup 2.0 by kai kawasaki i'm a huge fan of him I tried, uh, I have all the books of him, I tried uh, reading those but I think I failed in those by after 12-13 pages but I actually wanted to, you know, know what is inside because it was very interesting. So I went on YouTube, I figured out a video, he was there speaking about his own uh, book and everything and then I saw the video for three hours and I learned what is there. So I think... um, tools would be just you know taking out an alternative for everything because if you feel something has to because if i don't read if i don't learn or, or if i don't uh, educate myself right now and i just have myself to do that nobody's gonna come and do that for me so i am a keen reader of news and current affairs and all of that and uh, for these kind of books i always
0: uh, resort on uh, videos and podcasts yeah so so youtubes and podcasts i think are great great resources right I and mean, now if you have ebooks want to read. and yeah yeah, ebooks are there Audible is there uh, Audible I, I really like Audible It's uh, So there are There are several uh, Several uh, Variations on that So But I think I think the key message You are saying is that Even though you are not a book person I think The key message you are saying is uh, Saying is that People should still read And educate themselves True. Right? Yes Because I think Yeah Because I think You know If you are a book person or not uh, You used
1: to call it a bookworm um, That was a very um, Ancient concept You can say that time we didn't had all of these you know proper facilities of youtube we didn't had uh, all of these podcasts and all of these happening that is i think that was like 10 15 years ago that is the time when you can say that you know you don't have an alternative but today is when you are in this uh, century you have alternative for
0: everything so i think you should resort on that and go ahead with that Okay. Okay. Excellent. So uh, uh, I just have one final question, Naditya, And uh, before we move on to that, uh, I just want to understand how can our listeners uh, be in touch with you? Obviously, they can go to your website startupwiz.in and check out your services. Uh, but, but you are a young entrepreneur and you have a startup that is... Uh, helping other startups so uh, i'm sure you would love to be in touch uh, with other entrepreneurs would be founders etc so what is the best way to reach out to you i uh, the,
1: the most active way i am is the linkedin part uh, they can always contact me on linkedin or otherwise they can always write me an email i make sure i reply to almost all my emails uh, i i can be found out at aditya at the in so these are the two ways they can uh, you
0: know formally connect with me properly Okay. Okay. Excellent. I will also add the LinkedIn, uh, your LinkedIn handle on the show notes page. Uh, So with that, we'll move on to the final question. So before that, uh, Aditya, thank you so much for your time. Uh, And uh, it was uh, great information. uh, Very valuable. I think very relevant to all startups, uh, big or small. Early or late, you know, I think uh, the the things we talked about is uh, very common to all the startups. So, uh, I think there was some great advice there. But uh, having said all that, if uh, none of the advice would air and only one gyan from your side would, would air, because this is founder's gyan, uh, so so if there's only one gyan that would air, uh, what would that be? It could be a repeat from something you have said earlier or could be completely new, but only one gyan. What, what's your one gyan to... Uh, the listeners out
1: there yeah my one game will you know the always thing would be never fear anybody or anything uh whatever you do whatever you think whatever you see has a solution there is nothing in this world which doesn't have a solution it's just that you have to think it through so always you know the one thing is that never fear because if you fear you're gone there only if you have any fear for anything you're just over there only but you have to overcome your fear and there are means to overcome your fear that is the solutions to whatever you're fearing and i think that is the one gyan that i can always give
0: okay excellent uh, gyan Aditya, and uh, thank you so much once again uh, for your time it was uh, great chatting with you and wish you all the continued success uh, with thank your you so
1: much Ram. and thank you
0: for having me on the show I'm really obliged <laughs> thank you and all the best to you as well that's it for today folks hope you found this episode both useful and interesting I'll see you all next week with yet another founder and an interesting topic of discussion do check out foundersgyan.com slash ep74 for the show notes for this episode goodbye for now and do remember to take action on your own startup today Thanks for listening and good luck on your own startup adventure.